Blog Talk Radio. Freddy? What the freak, dude? What is going on? Seems like you're really quiet right now. Yeah, I don't know why our intro didn't play, but... Uh... Whatever, I would like for you to start speaking into the microphone so <laughs> the people at home can hear you. So, friend. as you guys know, it's been a while, and uh, Freddy went to Africa, right? And I missed you. I missed a lot. you too, buddy. Well, I wouldn't say a lot. No, I mean, here's the thing. When you're gone... Live from Pompano Beach, Florida. <laughs> There's the intro. Nice. Perfect. Right on cue. Uh, but yeah, so Freddie went to Africa, and as I was saying, when you're gone, I, I truly do miss you. And uh, I did bring you a little gift oh. for Christmas. It's an early Christmas gift. You wrapped it in a hoorag. I wrapped it in a extreme kayak fishing hoorag. Now, nice. for the people that are listening on iTunes and not watching mm-hmm. the show on YouTube, can you explain to them what I created for you? Now... Before I give it to you, what I've been doing to relieve stress is I've been going to a pottery class. And your life is so stressful (laughs) that you need to go to a pottery class. It's it's actually (laughs) very stress relieving. And I want you to, I I made something for you. You don't have any stress. Here, I made something for you and I want you to. So for everyone, I'm I'm opening what is for sure the oldest extreme hoorag there is. Probably. I'm pulling, I, I feel a handle. Yes, there's definitely a mug in here. Uh, I made it by hand, <laughs> so I want you to explain. <laughs> oh. <laughs> like, it is beautiful. <laughs> well, I will be honest with you, that is beautiful. Yeah, so explain it to the it's people a, that can't see cup. it. What it's, does MB it's, mean? It's a mug. What does MB mean? My boy. You did not make this, did you? Yes, I did. I made it. And what look, does MB mean? There's a little heart sir, with little berries. Explain what MB means. I'll tell you after the show. It's you, personal. You made this for someone else, and no. you're giving it to me. No, you it, made it for someone named Michael Bennett. I made a few of these because, Ooh. like I said, it's it's and a you, huge. And you got me the you gave me the wrong one. The one that says FY <sighs> is at your house. Yeah, I'm not, I, I'm not, I gave you the wrong mug. I'm not unappreciated. I'm sorry about now. that, but I made a few. Okay, so I'll give you the right one. We'll switch All it right. out. But yours has a has a heart just like just like that. So one. this one has a heart with three little berries. Right. Are those berries? It's a friendship thing, yeah. Okay. No, I'm Do you like it. it? I love it. Yeah, it looks Merry good. Christmas. Yeah, you could drink beer out of Can it. Can you drink out of it, though? Sure, yeah. It doesn't have, like, lead paint from No, China. I mean, maybe. Who knows? Chinese lead paint? No. You, did you do the whole, like... Yes. It's pretty, right? Ceramic, uh, what do you call it? Correct. Like you fired it? Yeah, you ever see, like, uh, like ghosts, you know, when they're doing the ceramic this thing? and not anything like what was Well, made. that's how it's made, sir. Oh. Well, it's so, beautiful. Thank you. Thank you, sir. Yeah, so we'll put that with, yep. Yeah, hey, yep. no thank problem. You. I'll put it I with our other it. alien stuff right here in the front. So let's talk about your African trip. Africa. Now, just so people know, Fred, you fish out of a stealth, uh-huh. and you're very close with the guys over there, and you actually work with them, right? Yep. Okay. And you sell the stealth kayaks mm-hmm. here yep. in the States. Yep. And what's the owner? What's the owner's name again? Brett. Brett. Brett and he invited you over there, right? Yep. To go fishing for well, what's well? What they have there um, is pretty much all the fish we have here. Plus, right. we know you didn't catch anything, but just talk yeah, about no, what they no, have. No. I mean, it's right. not, we'll talk about that later yeah, in the show. Beside the point. Right. Goes without saying. Yeah. Um, yeah, they have um, they have pretty much all the fish we have here, uh, with the addition of like um, giant trevallis. Okay. And pretty much explain a trevally. Why wahoo um, mahi. 
Waihu? Wahoo. Is that a type of Wahoo? Yeah, Waihus. Okay. Like why? Is that like a South African thing? No. Okay. They call them Wahoos. Right. Weird. Yeah. What else? They do call ribbon fish. um, What do they call ribbon fish? This is the best. Walla Wallas. Walla Wallas. That's a ribbon fish. Walla Walla. And they use it for bait. Um, What did you ask me? Oh, the fish. Uh, Giant Trevally. It's just like, it's like a, imagine like for those people who live here in Florida, it's like a, a Jack Creval, but like. Just way, way bigger. Huge. Like a big, yeah. Like, now, I remember you showing me pictures of these things, and they look like, to me, they kind of look like a, a monster African pompano almost. It looks like, like a big African. Afri- yeah, 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 like a big head. But imagine like it, like three times as wide as, a, as an African pompano. So right. Like, you know, you can get a big, giant African pompano. That'd be like a 60-pound okay. GT rather than a 25-pound. And know? what kind of gear were they telling you you needed to bring to fish for these fish? So... I was popping with a... Um, you were what? Popping. Okay. So that, that's that's the primary way to get them. Right. Um, we you know in a kayak, you don't have to go overboard. Um, I had a 6,500 Slammer 3. Right. With like a um, 50-pound braid and a 80-pound leader. Hmm. That's it. Yeah. Um, you need heavy tackle when you fish for them off the beach or when you fish for off them the off the beach. Yeah, or off the rocks, yeah. See, I'm picturing you going like offshore. We were going just beyond the break. Okay. So the waves would break right up, right past the back line is where is where the reef, kind of sort of the reef edge is. That's where they right. like the reef. They're not really you don't find them in deep water really. So they're more like a wreck fish. If there's wrecks, yeah, but I mean they hang out or at the reef structure. and the rocks. Yeah, structure. Okay. So big schools of them. So like, tell me the whole story, man. Like the whole story about Africa. I know you lost your passport. For people that were following Fred on Facebook, <laughs> like myself, he went through quite an adventure over there. Here's what happened with the passport. So. You go in to, we flew into Durban. Okay. Which is where the stealth factory is and all the guys live. How long is that? How long is the flight? Oh, Jesus Christ. I was on the flight with two layovers. It was like 35 hours. You're still jet lagged. I'm still a little jacked up. You look tired. You look like crap. Thanks, buddy. My God. (laughs) I I just, no, it just hit me. Like Uh, you really, I just didn't sleep like for the whole entire 10 days. Like. Right. I maybe I average see that. an hour or two of sleep every 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 night. Because it was like hot. Um, no AC. No right. AC. No screens on the window, so the bugs were going to get Oh, me. God. That's the worst. And the windows you had to keep open. So, like, you're just basically outside. I mean, it was obviously a, a lodge or a cabin. Right. But no screens anywhere. Okay. Um, so, we so we land in Durban, and then we drive straight up to Mozambique. It's a different country. So, you drive through the, you know, through the border. And they just now got a paved road. So, we'd go, like, maybe 20 miles up this paved road. Right. In Africa, the further you get north, the warmer the water gets closer to the equator. So you go north um, from Durban. Right. And we're in Mozambique. We're at this place called um, Ponto Macumbo. It's like literally when you take a right off of the paved road, it's 37 miles down this dirt road, Hmm. um, like through the African bush. And like immediately when we turn off, there's, I showed you, there's like giraffes and elephants everywhere. There's just animals everywhere. Wild ones. They're not like... That's unbelievable. It's ridiculous. I mean, you're just driving down this, this road and for, what, 35 pe- miles, and then you'll see, like, a giraffe a just... A rhinos, like, wow. posted up. Or, like, a school of... I mean, not a school, but, a, like, a herd of kudu or right. water buffalo, wildebeest. All those. I saw them all. That's unbelievable. It was really crazy. And the giraffe I showed you, he was, like, 20 feet from the car. 10, 15, you know, he was, like, right right there. So they're not really, like, scared of people. Yeah, they are. That's they definitely. are scared of people. Yeah, for sure. I mean, they have, but they're a lot of them are territorial, like the elephants. Like, you don't want to get 
Oh, I heard they're char- they'll yeah, charge. They'll charge. Yeah, they get they got the guys got charged the day before, two days before I wow. got there. They got charged on the way in, and luckily they they were able to go forward. You know. And this is all before you went fishing. That's before I. This even is got just there. like traveling to the spot. Yeah, it was worth the trip, like just getting to the place. Okay. And so you get to Mozambique, and there's like this lodge, and there's a bunch of like stuff guys there. There's probably six of us, I think. Yeah, there's like six or seven of us. Okay. And we rented this like lodge, and the other part of the lodge was taken up by these surfers, who were just super cool. But one kid's dad owned the lodge there in Mozambique. Right. So they ran it, and um, like every day, dude. These kids are out surfing, spearfishing, and fishing off the boat. And I showed you, the boats are, like, tiny. They're, like, 13, 14-footers. Yeah. And they launch them off the beach, do the surf, fish, Man. come back onto the surf, just balls to the wall, straight up. Now, you mentioned surfers. Let's talk about the surf. Surf's big, yeah. It was it was, it was actually small while we were there, but it's big. You know, it was, like, six, eight feet every day. Say that again? Six to eight feet. Okay. That's six to um, That's no, big. Every day, it's big. I mean... Is that is that the norm though there, no, or is that, that seasonal? It like, was what calm. Is, it was calm. So that's considered calm. It was small. To them, so yeah. the norm in South Africa then probably eight to ten, I guess. Oh, okay. And that's what I learned is that you can't wow. really, you couldn't get out in any other thing but um, like a rigid, long, skinny like. Well, I mean, there's like is, a couple of other brands, but stuff is. I mean, when I say there was forty five of them lined up on the beach to get through the surf. There was three things that weren't stealth there. And this is why, basically, they were created, was to go yeah, through yeah, because the surf. Otherwise, you can't go fishing. Man. Because there's no... There's very few, like, protected bays where you can kind of get out past the surf without right. going through it. Well, you were saying that even the boats launch from... They all launch from the beach. From the beach. From the actual beach. Cause, because there's no, like... You know, they don't have an intercoastal waterway. There's no inlet. There's no inlets. Like, there's very few inlets. In what about harbors. dockage and all that? I don't understand. Like, there's no... these big, like, every now and then, like, uh, in Durban, there's, like, one port, you know? And it comes in, like, an inlet, and then it kind of goes into, like, a big lake. So there's, a, like, a big port. But that's not where they fish. It... That's not where they all... Right. Like, they'll go to the fishing spot. They'll drive two hours to drive 20 miles down a dirt road. Jeez, <laughs> it's, crazy, it's crazy, dude. To just get beat up, man. I mean, I showed you that... I, I posted like the wind right. that day it was 25 miles per hour and 10 foot seas, and there and there was 40 guys out there punching through the surf that morning. So would you say <laughs> that South Africa is basically the wild west of kayak fishing? I think that they probably have. I mean, I haven't fished in Hawaii, obviously, or whatever, but right. Like, I mean, when it was really slow, it was like bad. When this trip was bad and. There were probably fifty mahi cod that were none of them were under ten pounds. They were all I saw the pictures, yeah. yeah they were all big. Even the one I caught was big and it was little. It was you, you caught one? one? You caught a fish? I caught a I caught a mahi. Okay. And what else? And a giant sand shark. That's pathetic. Which is allegedly wow. coveted over there. So you went all the way to South Africa to catch a fish. To catch a mahi that you catch here in South Florida. <laughs> yeah. And, and a sand giant shark. sand shark that we catch in New Jersey. You catch those in New Jersey? Yeah. They're kind of a trash fish. We call them dogfish. That's not a dogfish. Is it not a dogfish? No. I don't know. Sand shark. Well, are you sure? Mm-hmm. Okay. It looks like a guitar fish or a guitar shark. Right. But but it's a different species. And that's all you caught? Yeah. It's pretty awesome. How did you feel about that? I didn't feel bad. I mean, listen, the experience is great. Yeah, I didn't feel bad. I felt, I felt fine. As soon as I saw those hippos, I was like, well, this trip's <sighs> worth it. Do you think it's like a luck thing with you? 
I don't know. Everyone, everyone will catch fish right in my face, dude. Like literally, dude. Well, here I I did to to my defense. I did not want to keep. Well, the first day we were in vital. We we well, first of all, no one caught fish in Mozambique. Nobody caught fish. So they were. It was just off. It was dead. Like the the water was just too cold for from what they. That's what the locals are saying. Like the water is just too cold. The fish are somewhere else. So okay. The um in Mozambique is where they catch those big king. The fish. big kingfish, right? Yeah. Which are uh, amazing. If you guys haven't yeah. seen They're these ridiculous. kingfish, uh, where can they go to see those? They can go to the stealth page, stealth right? Kayaks, yeah. yeah, you can go check them out on mm-hmm. Facebook or Instagram or whatever. But these fish are I mean, these kingfish really, are amazing. Really so one of the kids caught one of those off the boat. It's probably thirty pounds. But that and that's a small only, one. Yeah, that was the only fish, really. I mean, they were catching these other weird, like, sort of snap. They look like big grunts. They had a name for them, and they were super yummy. But it looked like a grunt. Like, it literally looked just like a grunt, but it yeah. was huge, like 20 pounds. Um, some sort of snapper. Okay. Um, but, yeah, so because the first day in Vital, I caught um, a mahi. The second day, I went out with a different, like, I wanted to go deeper and catch. Because the mahi wouldn't do when I tell you they're... 300 yards off the beach. Like, right. That's where they fish for them. So there's like, go to this bait spot that everybody knows, everybody has in GPS, catch bait, throw a bait out, get a mahi. That's what you do. But I was trolling my, my sabiki uh, for, for, for bonitas, like daisy chains and little sabiki, like big sabikis for, for bonita, like little bonita. Okay. And I was trying to go deep with a bonita and get a wahoo or something because I mean, I'm like you. I, I, I could catch mahi here. I don't want to sure. waste my trip. So I wasted but my trip. nothing like Wahoo. Yeah. Right. I wasted my trip trying to find. Uh, I didn't waste it. I mean, no, it was so cool. I mean, you saw, you saw some amazing yeah. animals. I mean, I mean, tell the hippo story. You were telling me about that a little bit. Well, the, the lodge in, in Cape Vital, the lodge we stayed at was like above this lake. When I say above, it was like maybe 25 yards down, like a little hill. Right. Huge lake. It was huge. Like, I couldn't. You could see the other end, but it was like really far away, and there was trees and desert. Right, and full of hippos, dude. Like all day long. There's probably thirty hippos on the bank right behind my room. I don't know if people know this, but hippos are literally like one of the most dangerous animals on the planet. They kill more people than sharks, right? They kill more and people lions. than anything in Africa. I don't know about every other country, but they definitely they definitely kill more people in Africa than Damn. anything else. It's what happens is like. And they're so fat and cute. I just want to like <laughs> hug it. They're not know? cute. That's the thing. It's like what are you talking about? The cartoon like all... ones? No, the baby ones that you see on Facebook. Oh. When they get in the bath, then they look all cute. Right. But here's the problem: if you get between the water and the hippo, like it's gonna run over you. Like be- just, just. Yeah, because stop. they have to like be in the water to keep their skin wet. Right. So if you get between them and the water, they think you're trying to keep them from getting. You know, back to the water. So right. they, it's like a standoff. They destroy you. Yeah. Uh, it's not a standoff. It's more. Like oh, they'll just run you right down. over. Yeah, they just smash you. So, so, so they're outside of your. Yeah. Where you're so staying. they're just big, and I, you know, it That's was thick lovely. brush, so I don't think they could get through. But, um, the one night, the first night I was there, I like walked out of the lodge to my room. It's pitch black. There's no noise. There's no sound pollution, like at all. Right. I mean, you, there's no lights for, for for miles, and our generators went off at 10 p.m. So everything was black. So I go to my room, which is like, I don't know, 20 yards path. And about halfway, I start hearing these noises, dude. And I'm like, <laughs> ran straight back into the thing. And I'm like, dude, someone's going with me. What are you hearing? Oh, I can't, I can't do the noise, but it was, it's like this like snorty, gurgly noise that I was just like, it's either like a bush pig or like a hippo. 
And you're just walking to your... Yeah, so I, like, ran back, and I'm like, dude, someone... I'm like, like, you ran? Yeah, yeah, I sprinted back into the room. I'm like, who's going with me? That's great. Brett and Joe are just like, dude, come on, you're being a bitch. So I grabbed this giant chef's knife. I would do the same. I I would literally have a Rick Grimes hatchet and, and like, a a samurai sword with me and just walk around. Yeah. It was, dude, I don't know. After they told me stories of the hyena that, like... Ripped apart some guy, yeah, just right? Pulled the guy out of his tent and smashed him and ate him. Like Do you they, guys hear this? They eat. This they is unbelievable. Eat Those animals don't just—they're not just like, oh, I'm gonna kill you. They like eat you. They I mean, consume it's like, your body. It's like saying, like, yeah, I'm gonna go fishing <laughs> in South Africa, and then like, you know, uh, my buddy got eaten by a hyena while we were on a trip, and then my other buddy got stomped by a, a hippo, or charged by an elephant. I mean, I mean, it's. And the problem is, like, there might not be a car for eight hours. Like, oh, it's, man. you're out in the middle of nothing. And what like, happened with your passport? Oh, that was, I, we didn't lose the passport. Joel was just trolling. What happened was I rode in with a guy. They, right. Most everyone was already there. So they had someone who was waiting for me to get there. So I got there. We drove to Mozambique, and then I left all my stuff, my phone, my, um, you know, my wallet, and my passport. I left it all in his glove box because there's no locks on any of the doors or anything. Right. So I, you know, we could lock the truck. So I left it on the glove box. Well, they finished the morning session before we did. And they left that morning and he did, he grabbed my phone and my wallet and he left it on the table, but he didn't see my passport in there. So he just forgot to pull it out. So what happened was like at the beginning of the game reserve, there's a, 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 like a watchtower or something. Right. So we just left it. He just left it there. And when, you know, I wrote out. And, Did you freak out? No. I mean, I was like, what are you going to do? What are you going to freak out? I mean, uh, you know me, I'm a stress case. I'm doing ceramic stuff now to deal with it. What do you do? What? what walk me through the most stressful part of your day. Sitting in the car, texting and talking on the no, phone. No, see, so what, what people do don't get on? is when you run a business, how's, what's the best way I can describe it? So it's up and down. You know what I mean? You got you, the one day you feel like you're on top of the world. The next day you're like, oh, crap, how am I going to get through the next day? And then the next day you're like, holy crap, I'm on top of the world again. But it's always, you know, like waves up and down. It's never kind of like an even, you know, an even ride. Hmm. You know what I mean? So yeah. it gets a little it gets a little stressful. So you got to find ways to, you know, deal with your stress with hobbies and stuff like that. And I, uh, I think I found a new little hobby. Did I ever show you my ceramic bowl? No. Really? No. Hmm. You ladies and gentlemen, stand by. I'm going to go grab my bowl for Joe. Oh, get out of here. We're going to compare them. And wait, mine has the proper initials on the bottom. Listen, I make I made a few of them. Okay, and go get it. You're you really going to you're really going to go get it. You keep talking. I will. He's going to keep talking to you guys. I can't believe you're going to really get it. You you're unbelievable, Fred. But yeah, I I just you know, the thing about South Africa to me is you know with those stealth kayaks, the surf there, like Fred was saying, I mean eight to ten. Feet. That's unbelievable. When we did the Sailfish Smackdown, what was it, you know, last year, we were battling four to maybe six, and that was scary. So I can't even imagine having an event there with something like that. Whoa, look at this bowl, huh? This, you know is, about this that? is nice. Now, to be fair right? to Joe, because I'm not going to... You know, people gonna... are going to be like, why are you talking about bowls? I want to hear no, about No, I'm not going to pretend. Okay. What I did was... right. I attended a place where you only, you only glaze it. Gotcha. So I didn't make the bowl. Right. So your bowl is well made in comparison to mine. Mine is a lot better. Because some professional made this. 
Right. And I just painted it. But it does look it, stunning. It's cool. I mean, it does look fabulous. But mine with the heart and the and the berries. I'm not mad at it. Is you know. I'm just saying it's not mine. It's says MB. Well, I, you know that could stand for anything, Fred. That can stand yeah, for my stand. boy or um, Max. You know Bart. Does that make any sense? It could stand for I got this at a thrift store. <laughs> That's what it could stand for. It might as well have a good little sticker on it uh, if it doesn't have my initials. Keep Agi turnovers says made in China. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, dude. So the surf was big, man. I got I got crushed. Like um, Scott almost. I, Scott saved my life. J- um, Brett is very funny. Like he's you know have these sport the sport called life saving. Right. Like from childhood they get they're all in it. So like you learn how to be on the water. From I think you have to be like six, but we went there. His daughter was like you know it's like it's like um little league football there. So these guys literally train from a young age to go out battle the surf. Learn the elements. Yeah. Wow. They learn how to like rescue people from the surf. Wow. So like even the shitty paddlers are like the best paddlers compared to us. Jeez, you know? man. So one day coming in, the first day, I think, no. Was it the first day in Mozambique? I can't remember. Dude, I got cleaned up by this wave. Like you just got destroyed. I got destroyed. And the problem is like you gotta hold on to your paddle and the ski goes flying like forty yards away. Right. And now I'm in the surf and I'm like, I'm wearing someone else's PFD because none of my shit got a, a loss at the airport <laughs> and it didn't fit you right <laughs> so, dude it was so dangerous bro like I, you don't know it's dangerous until you realize like it's above my head like it's floating right. above my head and I'm sinking into it and so I'm like having to pull myself up but waves just keep coming in they're huge they're, they're not like little waves <laughs> they're relentless they're just keep they just don't it. stop you know and I'm like okay so I remember thinking like all right don't panic I've been in the water before like a million times like this is the <laughs> The problem is if I panic, so I just like kind of just pulled down the vest, waited, and, and you're just floating swim there. towards my ski if I can get it. But if I don't make it, I mean, I'm gonna end up at the beach one, you know. Oh yeah, it's just gonna I was crash. in for the long. It might have been 40 minutes. Oh my god! But Scott was there. He like I grabbed onto his ski and he paddled me in. What about the sharks? Like, Speaking of that, is there a lot of sharks in the surf? Uh, I don't, I don't know. Uh, I mean, I mean, it's South Africa. I heard surf, I know, there I like know tiger sharks there and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I don't know. I mean, oh my god, I wasn't worried about sharks. I was worried about drowning. Truly worried about drowning because, you know, the thing didn't fit me, and I just like rode over my back, and I was like, all right, this is it. I'm just gonna calm down and relax, and if I make it in, I make it in. Man. If I don't, somebody will come and get me. So let me get this straight. All in all, South Africa, it was dope. Killer animals, mm-hmm. you almost drowned. You got a fish, right? Two fish. I got two fish. You saw eight, what was it, five to eight foot waves in the surf. Oh yeah. You got pummeled. A, got smashed. You uh, Joe got smashed every time. You heard a crazy animal and ran off mm-hmm. in the dark. Yep. That's uh, you know what they don't have there? What Bigfoot stories? Really? You know why they have real fucking monsters? That's true. They don't have to make up monsters because they have real ones. What about people. UFOs? I don't think they, I don't think they have those, dude. We got to get Brett on here or Joel. Brett's coming, I think, in January. We got to get him on the show. Yeah, he's we'll talking about it. Coming nope. in to get the shipment from Texas, and then we're gonna. Come Do in. you think it's possible to have kayak tournaments there? Is there kayak tournaments they there? They do. They have them. The, the the problem is the money is like. The differential in the money. Right. It's crazy. Sponsorship is probably... It's just the value yeah. of their money is awful. Yeah. So if you offered, you know, if you had a tournament there and you could take 5,000 U.S., that's like a fucking fortune for them. Wow. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like 5,000 U.S. is 
so much money for them. Yeah. And so usually when their tournament, they have their tournaments and the, the payouts are like, you know, they equal end up equaling somewhere like around a thousand dollars or something. I don't know. Right. right. They do this cool thing. This is a really fun one. Okay. I don't know if you could find a sponsor just to sponsor this one. This is really fun. Right. Where they, uh, I think Brett actually invented this for the tournament, but they do this first fish back to the beach division. So like, if you go out and catch a qualifying fish and you rush back to the beach, you win a prize, like whatever it is. That's pretty cool. $500 prize or whatever. Right, right. Um, now, how many people fish these events? A bunch. Really? Yeah, a lot of them. They're big, dude. They're big. They're just not big money because wow. they're, they're big. I mean, on a regular... Bigger than here. Yeah. On like a what? Thursday, dude, there was 45 of us. That's not bigger than here. On a Thursday? Oh, you mean like out, just hanging and they out? drove fucking two months. Wow. 20, Two hours to get there? Yeah, I mean, like, they go when it's... Oh. All righty, let's go to South Africa. Time to put on events. Here we the, go. The thing is, there's no... It, you wouldn't, Weather wouldn't be a, a factor. Yeah, because they these just guys go are in used anyway. to it, yeah. yeah they I mean, go in no the guys what. here, I mean, different world, man. You could have... Um, Although they are getting better and better, I think, with the weather. Here. With our exchange, exchange rate, you could spend half the money and just... it would The outcome would be ridiculous. Like, the... The weigh-ins would be ridiculous. Oh, I'm sure. Right? But they do. But they don't have the same sort of like structure. They don't have the same disregard for fish that we do. So they're not. They're not going to all bring five kingfish back. Gotcha. To weigh in. Well, we don't do that. We catch as many as we can. No, two eligible. No, I meant in general. Like they're not going to bring in. Oh, you're saying like they could all of them together? Yeah, they're not. They're not. Okay, gonna, I got you. Like if everybody. So the way they structure their winnings is like the first person – it's like the first person with the biggest fish. And mm. if, even if you have the second biggest fish, you it's may weird. not win second. It's something weird. I'll have to get Brett yeah. to explain it. But it, it's definitely different. Hmm. But it's in the name of like everybody not bringing back four or five fish at a time. Sure, yeah. I understand that. I mean, I mean, look at the Sailfish it's, Tournament. We, it's just different cultures have different sort right. of things, you know? So like – Of course. They wouldn't bring back, you know, four – four mahi and a kingfish right because everybody could do that really like I mean, yeah not everybody i mean on that day when there was a lot of us there was a lot of king, uh, mahi caught like, yeah i mean you and i lot. agree though I, I feel that what makes an event an event is the show right mm -hmm. so like bringing fish back you and, couldn't and, do that yeah see you that, can do that. the show the only reason the main reason is because hey there's nowhere to do it i mean like you're literally out in the woods dude like yeah there's no civilization at all right it is for sure, like the, I'll put up some videos of like to drive out there. Yeah, like, I'm sure these people want to see. I mean, yeah, I will. I just haven't. I've, I've been so tired, and I like literally went from. I came straight from Africa, and then I started moving. Right. And then, school. Right. And now I'm like on my off day. And how how bad was the jet lag? I mean, You're still feeling it. It wasn't I can really. Tell. It wasn't really jet lag. It was like from the moment I woke up on the Thursday that I left. Right. Was I woke up at like 5 a.m. to go to school. Then I went to school all day long. And I went straight to the airport. My flight was at midnight. I didn't sleep on that flight. I got I landed in London and like, oh my God. like 8 in the morning. I hadn't slept at all. So, yeah, I was up for probably, shit, 36 hours It just to start it off. Right. And it's never caught up. I was tired and miserable pretty much all the time. <laughs> You're always I really tired was. And I was what are you tired. talking about? I was so tired. Frank is, or Frank, Fred is Jeez. so Frickin' MB. I'm here. tired, obviously. MB, MB and yeah. Frank. Mike Bravo. Oh, my God. Um, you, But you've been cranky. 
Fred yeah. has been so cranky. It's been unbelievable. I send him a text, right? <laughs> Tell me and what I, you guys think. No, no, listen. So I send Fred a text, and I'm like, listen, I'll be over there. No, I'll no, be, no, no, I'll no, be no. on my way in 25 you, minutes to no, your no, no, place no, no, no. before on we way, do the podcast. When, when you say on my on way. On my way in 25 minutes. And then Fred yeah. snaps I back. Said, I said, what does that mean, like Joe? this paragraph saying, <laughs> oh, ah. Just like all mad and pissy. And I'm like, okay, buddy. I'll, you know. <laughs> I wow. just want Joe to speak in English. Like, wow. On my way in 25. cranky, man. On my way in 25. Man. But does that mean you're on your way? And I gave you a present that I beat, made with my bare hands. With my bare hands. I mean, you did not make that. Unbelievable. Is, wait, what's Maria's old name? What? <laughs> what is Maria's maiden name? I can't tell you that. You lie. I am not going to say bitch. that. I, let's put this back. This you made for Maria. I Maria? Did you make this for Maria when you were in kindergarten? <sighs> you did, didn't you? You son of a... Maria... B. I'll let you keep guessing. Just no, because it's some German word. It's not a German word. All right. I cannot believe you. Well, it doesn't. I still do. Pregnant wife's cup. Yeah. Speaking of that. Honestly. Speaking of that. You gave me your. She is more than halfway. Can you believe that? I'm gonna have a little girl. uh, By the Summer Slam series. That's what are you gonna do? Be tired. Mm -hmm. And happy. And excited. You're going to be so tired. She's going to be awesome. You're going to be more tired than me. You think so? Yeah, because you're not going to sleep at all. I don't really sleep that much, though. I think I'll be all right. Yeah, you do. What are you talking about? You sleep all day. You go to sleep at like 8 a.m. I go to sleep sleep at 8, but I'm up at like 4. Well, that doesn't matter. You're still sleeping for like 13 hours. Well, guys, we're really excited because... (laughs) I don't even want to talk about that. I mean, but they are having a baby, so there's that. That's very true. But we're really excited because uh, for the second part of the show, we're going to cut this one off because we wanted to talk about Africa with Freddie. But for the second part of the show, we're actually have a special guest coming on. And I am super excited because I look up to this guy. And when I started extreme kayak fishing, I took a lot of what I created and uh, mixed it with what he created. And his name is Jamie Bunn. And he runs the uh, Blue Water Movement Tournament Series. And he's awesome. I mean, it's a multi-million dollar tournament. It's the largest, I'm pretty sure, in almost the whole world. It's huge. I'm going to fish it in the kayak. You should. I should not. Yeah. But we're super excited. So he's going to be on part two of this episode. So we're going to end it here. So stay tuned. And uh, we love you guys. Yeah, we do. Yeah. Yeah, Jamie will be in pretty soon. And we'll upload uh, probably both of these back to back. What do you think? Yeah, probably so. You think so? Should be easy. Should be good. Yeah. He's looking at me like he doesn't know how to edit now. He learned how to edit. I'm yeah. learning a lot lately. He learned how to edit, uh, and now he's looking at me about the. Uh, what are you talking stuff. about? I, you hey, know, bro, it's time for you to take over the. Do you see and... how cranky chicka, chicka, he's been chicka, since chicka, coming chicka, back? Chicka, it's chicka, unbelievable. Chicka, You're chicka, even chicka, getting gray in your beard. No, I'm just getting a beard. It's oh fancy, my right? God, man. Mm. You need like a happy pill or something. Did you just say a happy ending? <laughs> You're You're a weirdo. (laughs) All right, guys. Listen. We love you. We love you. We'll talk to you soon, and uh, we'll be filming part two in the next few minutes. See ya. Holla.